Greetings, podcast listeners, and welcome to a pared-down autumn edition of the Colorado Review podcast. I'm Daniel Schoening, recording remotely here in very smoky Fort Collins, Colorado, after what has been a long hiatus. I hope that everyone listening has been healthy and well as they can be during this extended pandemic and all the other motley issues that we're facing at the moment. I mean, I hope that you've found, as I have, a refuge in literature, in poetry, in good writing, nonfiction and fiction, and otherwise. Though we haven't been able to make it back to the Center for Literary Publishing office, at present our only in-person staff there is uh, our director, Stephanie Geschwind, along with the managing and assistant managing editors for Colorado Review, we would be remiss not to take a good look at the summer issue of Colorado Review in advance of the fall issues release, excuse me, the fall winter issues release. Um, I'm not joined today by my co-editor, Evan Senny. Um, we're in that rare circumstance in which a poet is in charge, which means we'll be settling on one beautiful piece of poetry from the fall, from the summer issue, um, which you can read along with now on the Colorado Review website at coloradoreview.colostate.edu. The piece is My Family Asks Me to Speak by Matthew Gelman. My family asks me to speak. My family asks me to try to deepen my voice, sitting at the dinner table, my sexuality a tapestry they are coming close to unthreading. I look down at my plate moving fish bones with my fork, and beneath the mess of food, a print of hunters in red coats chasing the foxes. In the forest outside, animals are starting to yield to geometries of winter, the grids of their antlers and torsos hardening, tenderness steeled in the blood. I'm thinking tonight I would like to go out to the forest and try to join them. I'm thinking most of my life, I've wanted to give up to the snow. Among the myriad reasons that I find this piece especially affecting among those that are in our latest issue, I'm especially taken with the way that it obscures into that space of parallel thinking, that we begin in one concern, and that concern, though it never leaves us, becomes uh, spoken about in a different way, in a way not rendered um, at, as we might expect it. The, the family here, contrary to the suggestion of the title, has compelled the speaker not to speak, but to remain silent, to withdraw their voice for fear of their identity that's paired with that voice, their sexuality that's paired with that voice, unthreading, to use the word of the poem. Instead, the speaker, and along with them, the reader, recedes into that felt inner landscape of the work, offered here as the literal landscape just beyond their domestic space. In that way, the dual thinking at play, we jump from a plate decorated with hunters and foxes to the real forests that they occupy, one of tenderness steeled in the blood, creating that distance, that reserve, that difference between the hardness of winter, the harsh geometries of winter, and the ways that their inner life, what they really are, might settle elsewhere. The speaker, too, is trying to harden against their environment while preserving their tender inner self, trying to find that boundary by which they, too, can yield to geometries of winter and find a space elsewhere of their own, outside of this dinner table and away from the potential for disintegration that the speaker offers here. 
If you liked that piece from poet Matthew Gelman, I cannot recommend strongly enough that you subscribe to Colorado Review on our website. You can get both the summer 2020 issue and be the first in line for the fall winter 2020 issue poised to arrive next month. Thank you for settling in for this especially brief issue of the Colorado Review podcast. I hope to be back with you again soon.